Hi, welcome to the Career Refresh Podcast. I'm your host, Jill Griffin. I'm a former media and marketing executive turned career strategist and executive coach. I spent my career working my way up and through the ranks of global organizations and startups. And today I show others how to do the same. Join me each week as we discuss the strategies and actionable steps to leverage your strengths, increase your confidence, and develop your career well-being. Ready? Let's do it. Hi, welcome to the Career Refresh Podcast. I'm your host, Jill Griffin. marketing executive turned career strategist and executive coach. I spent my career working my way up and through the ranks of global organizations and startups. And today I show others how to do the same. Join me each week as we discuss the strategies and actionable steps to leverage your strengths, increase your confidence, and develop your career well-being. Ready? Let's do it. Hi, welcome to The Career Refresh. I'm your host, Jill Griffin. This week, I'm introducing you to Rachel Goodell, the owner and founder of Stroller Strong Mamas, which is a parent and me fitness program. Eight years ago, after the birth of her son, she found that she was craving fitness and community and really wanted more connections with moms. So eventually, this craving drove her to leave her career as an elementary school and special education teacher. It also marked the start of her entrepreneurial journey, where she was able to tie her passion for fitness and it evolved into a pretty successful business idea. I love Rachel's story and how she talks about back in the day where she would wear her son in the early days and like a baby Bjorn and how working out with him while she was wearing him, babies as accessories, how it was the inspiration for what she created today. In this episode, Rachel discusses how she pursued her fitness goals, but also created a vibrant and engaged community of individuals who share her enthusiasm for an active lifestyle. The whole community is underpinned with Rachel's concept of lead by example, where the values of motivation, kindness, creating an inclusive community, and inspiring children to to be active and also watch their moms and their parents have fun and be active too. Rachel's classes on the eastern end of Long Island, New York, on the North Fork and the Riverhead area, and they are also virtual. So you can join online, friends. Every class welcomes both children and moms and parents alike and provides a space where moms can work out but have their little ones nearby. Listen to this episode. It is really inspiring about how a passion can turn into a business idea. Dig in. All of her information is in the show notes. And as always, if you have questions, email me at hello at jillgriffincoaching.com. And friends, here's to possibility. Hey, good afternoon, Rachel. I'm so glad that you are here with me today. Thank you for having me. All right. I ask everyone as we start these interviews to take us back and tell us what did you think you wanted to be when you grew up? I started actually thinking I wanted to be a teacher when I was like six, seven years old. Um, I used to it was like a passion. That was what I was going to do. That was going to be, I was going to be in a classroom. I was going to teach kids. Um, I went to school for an elementary ed teaching position, um, math concentration, 
Then I went um, further and did special ed. I even got a classroom position for a few years, went back and forth between a couple different districts, different positions. And uh, I wanted to be a teacher. I thought I was going to be a teacher. And then I walked away from it when I was, I believe, 20, oh gosh, 30. I was 30 years old and I walked away. Okay. So tell us a little bit about that. What was the impetus from walking away from it? Um, it wasn't for me. I truly thought this was where I was going to be after experiencing different positions. I went into different schools. It was all a lot of politics that I just didn't have the time or, um, desire for. And then it just, my heart wasn't into it anymore. I wanted to start a family and I knew (laughs) if I was with kids all day, I wouldn't want to have my own children. And that became a big eye opener at like 30 years old. I decided okay, we're going to start trying for kids. And, um, I walked away and I found a group fitness studio in the area that I decided to start doing some personal training and more classes. And I was like, you know, I'm going to see where this goes. And I had the opportunity to stay home to try to have my family and do that while I, uh, moved away from teaching. Wow. So did you already have fitness in your background or as you were making this decision, did you start to then get certified or trained or how did that come together? Um, I've always loved fitness. I never was into group fitness. I always just went to the gym and did my own thing. However, um, right after we got married in 2011, I started with a friend at a local gym and fell in love with group fitness and they needed instructors. So I naturally just jumped in because why not take a leap? Um, And I got my certification in TRX, um, personal training, group fitness. And then I started to go into spinning and a million other things because it was exciting and fun and I loved doing it. And I was not great at it maybe in the beginning, but I wanted to dive head in head first and just get into it. So it wasn't necessarily, um, it was, it kind of happened organically where I was in this like little crossroads. I wasn't sure exactly what I wanted to do, but that felt right. So Mm -hmm. I just kind of followed my heart to keep, to keep the interest. Why not do something that I felt passionate about? Mm, okay. Okay. And for our listeners, I met Rachel at a local fitness studio in which she was a trainer and you know, her energy, her kindness. Um, you know, many of my listeners know that I suffer from a traumatic brain injury. So I have some limitations and Rachel's just absolute expertise and kindness of working, you know, marrying those both, right. Pushing me when I needed to be pushed, but also completely supporting me and understanding that there are some things I just can't do, um, was what really drew me to her and just her infectious positivity, all of that. But what I want you to tell, so that's the background for our listeners. What I want you to tell everybody about is then you went out and started something that was like not really heard of before, working with mothers and bringing your children to class. And you also welcomed me who doesn't have children. So all of it. So take everything through. Like, what was the thought process behind this is what I'm going to build? Um, so as soon as I started trying to get pregnant, um, I got my prenatal and postpartum certifications and I knew immediately that, um, 
as soon as I had my son, I knew I wanted to do things correctly to get back into shape, to, you know, keep my fitness going. And as soon as I had my son, I started to crave being around other moms. I knew I wanted to get my workout in. Um, and actually it happened really naturally where I was literally wearing him on me when he was three months old. <laughs> and I started to do squats around the house to try to get him. Um, to, I think he was just trying to nap or he was fussy. And I started to squat and I started to dance. And I started to, then I'm like, wait, I can do a little dance move. Oh, wait, uh, I can get an entire workout in wearing him. I was still working at, it was like, and he fell, he fell asleep. I was sweating head to toe. Then I grabbed some weights and I was like, oh wait, my arms are free now. I have a baby on me. Who cares? Um, I I'm getting my workout in. So it was like, I bulb, I am going to start a baby wearing class and you don't have to leave your child. You don't have to have daycare. You don't have to have this mom guilt that you're walking away from your child or they're sitting there while you're, you know, trying to get your workout in or trying to scramble to make it all work, you're getting out of the house. You're surrounding your mom with other, yourself with other moms. Your child is like part of you in this. It's, and then it evolved. Um, it became bring your kid and let them play, let them watch. And then my son, at I think he was only maybe 15 months old, started doing burpees and squats and planks and pushups and I was like, wait a minute, bigger picture. There's even a bigger picture here where they're not just with us. They're taking it in. They see us working out. They see us taking care of ourselves. And it was like, oh my God, there's something even more to this. Then we took it outside in strollers and we were outside and the kids are just naturally so happy outside or they're taking naps in the strollers. And then I had my daughter. And again, we went through the prenatal classes again. And then we went through the postpartum and I had this, um, crew. I mean, I had people following me and then I had to put a name to it and I LLC'd myself and built a website and I became stroller strong mamas. And it is become bigger than me. I have other instructors with me now and you bring your kids no matter what the age, six months, six weeks to, I have kids that are 16 years old that do the workout with us. Um, and I have, created um, virtual classes because we had that horrific pandemic that we all were stuck home and you brought your kids in front of the camera and they, it was, it was an amazing community coming together. We worked out, the kids got to see each other. Um, and that kind of was the silver lining. We've created this virtual class package where moms now going back to work and they're not home with COVID pandemic, they can get their workout in, they can get a video from me so they're still getting their workout in. They do it at home with their kids around. And uh, and then we have all these in-person classes that are just, it's an amazing community. And like you said, mm-hmm. you don't have to have kids. You have to be okay with kids running them up. But... I love it. I, it makes me laugh so much. And you don't have to bring, you could have children, but also maybe they're in daycare or maybe they're in school that day and you can come without, right? So there's a mixture. I mean, I feel like most people though, it's probably 75% are bringing children. Um, Now that school's back and then these are people that I have had their kids since they were in, you know, utero. So mm-hmm. now here we are nine years later and some of them are in school. So they're still following me today. We had a class and there were no children. So it's still this community. Um, but yes, a lot of people bring 
infants, toddlers, while the school age kids are in in school. So it, it is um, still this mommy and me vibe. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's such, again, it's such a beautiful, supportive community. And again, that's a testament to you. When you were building this, it seems like a lot of it happened organically versus like you sat down and wrote a business plan, which I also want people to hear that sometimes we can have an idea and then it just starts building. Like, as you said, it becomes bigger than you, but in such a beautiful way. What did you discover about your strengths that you didn't know before? Meaning you went from being a teacher, which requires one set of skills to all of a sudden, not only are you business owner, but now you're also physically using your body. So what did you discover in your strengths that you didn't know before? I didn't realize how well I plan out things and yet still can roll with the punches. So um, oh my God, this client, like I planned something, this client can't do it. All right, we're going to do this. And I can really work on the fly still now. Um, and I find that is a strength. Like I, yes, I have a plan, but I can roll with it. Um, I have <laughs> learned a lot of technology. I have done my own marketing, um, all of my social media advertisements website has, I just asked somebody to help me out with that a little bit. Um, finally branching out to delegate a little bit more. Um, but I never knew that I was, I had this in me. I thought I was just going to be a teacher in a classroom, not just a teacher, but you know, I didn't think I was going to be building my own business and having to make larger decisions that, you know, really do impact my day to day. And how has that difference changed then now as your children are starting to get older? Are there things that you do differently to manage your time as you're balancing your business? Your children are in activities, but they're also in schools. I don't do any computer work while they're awake. So <laughs> that has become um, because I just can't concentrate and I don't want my business to take me completely from them. So I have found this balance where I sit between six and 7am. That is my time to every day to tackle just a few things on the to-do list, you know, website management, my email blasts, client lists. And then by 7am, they're mine. Um, you know, I am theirs, I should say. And I, I try not to answer any emails or texts during that time there. So it is this balance of trying to give them my full attention and not let the business take me from them at all. But then I, I built in my office hours to go while they're at school. And I'm not going to lie in the summer, a lot of things just kind of go to the wayside. <laughs> I'll deal with that in September. Yeah. I'll deal with that in September. Um, but I think mothers everywhere, it doesn't, they don't have to own, own their own business. Mothers everywhere are sometimes struggling, sometimes thriving with the balance of up, we're hybrid, we're in the work, we're in the workplace, up, we're totally remote. You know, when we were having the various COVID outbreaks, people were then thinking they were going to the office and back home. So I feel like there's a lot that people can, you know, that you can share with people about how you navigated from a physical day-to-day for physical fitness. And then when COVID happened, you navigated to um, hybrid and leaders everywhere can learn from you about how to do that. What were some of the things that you noticed about moving 
and what you need to do differently for an online environment? The online environment is tricky. Um, You can't really see necessarily everybody that's on the screen. Um, You have to make it so that it's accommodating all the equipment that they may or may not have at home. Um, Also, they have kids at home. We had kids at home. If we had to stop for a second because my daughter was potty training and I had to run and take her, it it was just kind of like a very open... We're going to roll with what happens today and we're going to make it work. Um, But I also (laughs) would always share all my tricks and trips um, as we went out for the gym, you know, for the time in the gym, my kids would pack their own little bags with their toys and it would be like their time to kind of hang out. Um, And then it would surprise me 90% of the time they'd jump into the workout, but it was tricky and I had to make them shorter. So I would only make it 30 minute quick but it was daily. Um, so shorter time, but it was very like, we're going to roll with this. Um, I would put on a timer and run out of the room with my daughter to the bathroom. You guys hold plank until I get back. You know, it was, <laughs> um, so being virtual, there was also, we left like five minutes before and five minutes after with the screen open, everybody not muted so that there was this, just this community vibe too. Um, because that connection you miss that connection in your virtual or online forums. Um, and I do have to mute for most of my classes just for the record and so that the screen isn't popping all over. But then it's like before and after you want to see everyone, you want to say hi. So there was that that personal connection still. What I'm hearing you say, what I think is helpful for our listeners is the idea that even if it's not a fitness class, the way to build community when we are in hybrid environments is, can we start the meeting? The meeting could still start on time, but we don't actually start the content for five minutes because we're maybe networking or sharing some, you know, just community time. And the same thing at the end, which also helps build community. Um, I think that's great. I also wanted to talk to you about, you have this motto about lead by example, which is also what I think parents everywhere are, you know, looking for help with. So do you want to talk a little bit about that? We don't necessarily want to force our children to do things. The more that we tell them to do something, the more they're going to rebel. Um, so we just lead, we lead by example, by doing what we want them to see us do, and we want them to do. Um, so even in our classes, the motivation, don't give up. There's so much more than just, oh, I'm going to show you how to do a bicep curl. Um, it's the motivation that we give each other, the kindness we give each other, the way that we take care of each other. This That community, that feel of um, chit-chatting, somebody starts to get upset, we all kind of embrace each other. And it is leading by example in all of that. So the group, it is a tribe. It is um, a really support group. And we want our children to see how we interact and pray that they will also feel that feeling. Um, but we also lead by example. I don't want our kids to ever be afraid of a gym. Fitness classes especially are overwhelming. They are sometimes intimidating. Uh, wow. Group When you come into a group fitness class and everybody knows each other, I'm like, ooh, I feel a little like nervous. And well, that's I want why the your kids- approach was so important to me because I was like, uh oh, and you were so welcoming. So that again feeds through what you do. 
yeah, we want our kids to be welcoming and embrace every single new person. And yeah, um, it is for everybody and everybody has their own personal fitness journey. And that's something too, that we need to really instill in our children is your fitness journey is going to look different from the person sitting next to you. Your body's going to look different. Your, your motivation, the amount that you can give it is going to look different, but you're still all there because you are working on self-care. You're working on so many different reasons why people work out and everyone's there for different reasons. I mean, it could be for your mental health. It could be for more energy. I honestly work out because I want to sleep better. Like there's so many reasons to take care of yourself and not compare yourself to anybody else. And I think that's another huge point I want our kids to take away from everything we do. I mean, all of this is such beautiful lessons of, again, leading by example of what you're doing. And then of course they're watching, they're watching. Um, how do you tap into your gut instinct to know whether it's something in your business, whether it's something, um, to, you know, to change when you're actually doing the class or leading the class, how do you tap into your gut? It's really a connection to all your clients. Um, so even if it's a class that has four people in it, I, personally can tell as I get to know clients, um, whether they're absolutely hating something, (laughs) they're really quiet. I know when to back off like, Oh, this was, you know, it's too hot outside today for too much of this cardio. Let's back off. Um, it's really reading your clients. It has everything to do with that. Um, I don't necessarily work out with every class. So I'm a lot of times like watching every single person. I'm, my eyes are on them. Um, even in virtuals, I can kind of see when people are starting to fade out. So that has become like, it has become an instinct. It's, it's my gut instinct to really read the, read the audience. So Rachel, you've accomplished so much in a really short period of time. I mean, your business has flourished over the last eight years. I know you've now hired staff. It's very different again, working for yourself versus working for, it was a school, not a company, but is there anything about your previous life as a elementary and special ed teacher that you miss? I don't necessarily miss it because in some way I'm still teaching. Um, I feel like I still have like a classroom that I'm teaching, Um, but it was hard to walk away from teaching because I did have that mindset. That was what I was going to do for my career. Um, and to leave it at 30 when I didn't know where my life was going to take me. And here I am 10 years later, God, that makes me 40. Yes. Um, (laughs) it's, it's like, there was this uncomfortable feeling, not knowing where I was going to be. Like if I, if you told me 10 years, you know, Oh, don't worry about it. You're going to be fine in 10 years. No, at 30, leaving my job, not knowing what I was going to do, but knowing that I was willing to kind of put myself out there. It was this balance of like this uncomfortable, I'm going to leave this career, but I want to follow my passion and I want to put myself out there and I want to take this risk because it comes from my heart and it was a desire. It was like, I, I, I had it in me. I knew there was more for me, um, but it, it was this uncomfortable feeling that I had to sit with. Um, it was hard, but yeah. It's worth it. <laughs> yeah, worth no, it. clearly. Although I miss working with kids in a classroom, I love working with the kids 
in fitness because I, I do get to teach them a little bit. I have my youth exercise specialized um, certification. So I am working with kids once in a while. I do kids fitness um, and I'm using all of those skill sets, maybe some of the management, classroom management, some of those things kind of working on the fly. Um, it led me to where I am now and it's helped me, I think, possibly in my career now. So yeah, it's been a wild ride, but I'm happy to be where I am. <laughs> Love it. Rachel, tell everyone where they can find you, follow you. Of course, I will put everything in the show notes, but tell them. Um, so everything is Stroller Strong Mamas, M-A-M-A-S, and that's either Instagram or Facebook. I also have my own website, strollerstrongmamas.com, um, and I am available at strollerstrongmamas at gmail.com. I have virtual, so if anybody is not local to the Riverhead North Fork area on Long Island, I have virtual classes. So you do reach, I do reach a lot of people, and it doesn't have to be at live. Um, at 5.15 in the morning. And you can get the video and I have a whole library of videos. Rachel, thank you so much for being here. I love that you shared a journey of, you know, starting out with something that you wanted to do and then finding out that there were parts of it that were you like, but ultimately it wasn't for you and how you reinvented and kept your career fresh by then rolling into something that really was your passion. And then continuing to weave in all of those pieces of teaching kids and just bringing this, you know, beautiful infectious personality that you have to all of us. And you're just a gift. And I thank you for being here. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. Hey, thanks for listening to the career refresh podcast. If you're enjoying this and you want more information, go to my website, jillgriffincoaching.com. There you can find information on how to work with me one-on-one or my group programs, or even bring me into your workplace. I'll put the link to my website in the show notes. But hey, listen, before you go, do me a favor, rate and review this podcast because it definitely helps me get the word out to people everywhere so that they can also thrive in the workplace. All right, friends, I appreciate you. I'll see you soon. listening to the career refresh podcast. If you're enjoying this and you want more information, go to my website, jillgriffincoaching.com. There you can find information on how to work with me one-on-one or my group programs, or even bring me into your workplace. I'll put the link to my website in the show notes, but Hey, listen, before you go, do me a favor, rate and review this podcast because it definitely helps me get the word out to people everywhere so that they can also thrive in the workplace. All right, friends, I appreciate you. I'll see you soon. Thank you.